and welcome to the Real Deals podcast. I'm Talia Masiri, editor at Real Deals, and today I'm joined by Antoine Coulson, CEO at IPEM, and Olivier Deban, producer at O2B Films. Our discussion today is based around a very exciting project that IPEM and O2B Films have been working on, a documentary that we are very lucky to be a partner of that focuses on the COVID-19 pandemic and our industry's response to it. Hi Antoine, hi Olivier, great to have you here today. Olivier, please can you give a quick introduction to yourself and your involvement in the IPEM documentary? Uh, well, I'm a producer, a documentary producer. My company, uh, O2B Film, is based in, uh, in Paris and we are producing mainly for uh, French uh, TV channels. And because it's documentary, it's mainly public channels, but we also work in co-production with uh, many countries in the world, including the UK, Belgium, etc. And uh, I had a, a previous life because uh, I was an investment banker. And previously, again, I was a, a trainee in New York working in private equity. I was working for uh, uh, the pension fund of uh, General Motors. And I was in charge next to uh, a charming uh, British lady uh, to choose 20 years ago, uh, the funds, the PE funds uh, that uh, General Motors wanted to invest in. So it was the birth of uh, the industry uh, in Europe. And I had the, the chance to uh, to, to see it uh, appear. Really interesting, really interesting. I look forward to, to hearing more from you and your involvement in the documentary as, as we go on. Um, and Antoine, uh, could you give a brief introduction to yourself and what you've been doing at IPEM um, as well, please? Yeah, sure. So, so thank you, Talia, and um, happy to join this, uh, this Real Deals uh, uh, webinar again. So. Um, uh, I'm Antoine Colson, I'm the, the, the CEO of uh, IPEM, uh, which is uh, uh, now probably one of the largest private equity uh, conference, uh, a, a growing event uh, with a, a strong French and European uh, DNA uh, that is growing on the, on the shores of the French Riviera because the IPEM uh, typically uh, takes place uh, in Cannes uh, early in the year. It should um, have taken place uh, actually last week, early in February. And uh, uh, because of the, the current situation, uh, we, have to, uh, we had to move this, um, this great event uh, to later uh, in the summer. Uh, and we are really looking forward to meeting all of you again in person. And in the meantime, found some exciting project um, to dedicate to, uh, especially with Olivier at the moment. Definitely, definitely. I'm sure the majority of the industry are eager to get out of their homes and get get to Cannes or wherever the event may be um, for the next IPEM, hopefully soon. Um, okay, so I'm, I'm keen to know more about the documentary. Um, so it's not something that's been done in the industry. It's I've seen some of the some of the teasers already, and it's I'm already very excited to, to see the whole thing. Um, so Anton, can you just give me a bit of information in terms of what led you to the creation of the documentary? Yes, sure. The as I mentioned, we we were planning to to run IPEM the, uh, last week, and and we felt very frustrated uh, as all our three thousand you know attendees were not to gather together uh, in Cannes uh, and, um, and, and meet in person. And, and we really wanted um, to give something to our community, to the IPEM friends, as, as, we, as we call them, 
uh, and, and to do it with, in an IPEM manner. So not doing another webinar. Webinars are good, but uh, we want really something uh, different uh, that would uh, somehow gives a, a sense of community that is very important um, uh, to us. And uh, uh, so stepping back, I remembered you know, all the calls I had and I've had over the last months with private equity professionals, uh, large, smaller fund managers, LPs, uh, journalists. And, and, and I remembered all the stories that, uh, that they told me uh, over the last few months. And I remember how fascinating uh, these last few months uh, have been for the industry because the industry was really on, on the front stage to witness what was happening in the economy, in society, uh, and also uh, how uh, the world would emerge uh, someday out of this uh, uh, pandemic. So uh, remembering all these great stories, very factual stories that fund managers uh, have told me over the last few months, I felt uh, there, there was a real opportunity to share these stories with our community. That's, uh, that's how the, the film ID came out. And mm -hmm. that's also the, at the same time, I, I was introduced to Olivier, uh, who, who was the, the man of the situation. Amazing, amazing. And, and we will get on to that in terms of how, it, how this all came together um, shortly. But Antoine, as well, just, just going on from that, can you give a brief overview of, of the documentary and what you're hoping to show through this? So you've said you're looking to kind of evoke a sense of community and, and give the views of the community. Um, but what, what should we expect from the documentary itself? So we are, we are currently still working on it, to be, uh, uh, to be, to be honest. We've just uh, finished uh, all the interviews and conducted about uh, a dozen of interviews in several places in, in, in Europe. So at mm -hmm. the end, this documentary will be, will be a 45 minutes documentary split into three uh, episodes uh, mm -hmm. that, uh, that will be released with um, a grand uh, world digital premiere event on, on, March, on March 3rd. Um, but the idea of the documentary, and I, I'll let Olivier also uh, share his views about it, uh, was really first to look in insight about the year uh, we had and private equity had, uh, and taking the views of local fund managers, pan-European larger uh, fund managers, as well as LPs, uh, institutional investors, uh, investment bankers, law firms, uh, so that we have you know, a broad picture of what mm -hmm. And then uh, the purpose also and the story we, uh, we, we try um, to write together with the interviewees was really about imagining the prospects and future missions of private equity uh, out of this uh, uh, pandemic. So I would say these are the two most mm. important things we, we, we wanted to cover. Great, great. Thanks, Antoine. And maybe a question to both of you. Olivier, maybe you could start um, in terms of what, what the message is that the documentary is portraying. Um, clearly, kind of you've been at the heart of the process as well on the filming side of things. Um, so what kind of key messages are coming out of it for, for you? Well, the key messages, um, they are coming from the interviewees. So 
basically we are collecting uh, some uh, testimony mm -hmm. just like and some thoughts also about the future of the industry and uh, we are gonna edit because we finished uh, the shooting uh, uh, last Monday in, uh, in Paris okay. we are gonna edit basically what they think so there is the message is gonna emerge from uh, their uh, opinions from also what they have lived uh, for a year as a little stories uh, basically, we wanted to make a documentary because, as you know, reality and a chaotic reality as a COVID was, uh, is always better understood when it's told as a story, mm. what we call storytelling. So uh, doing a documentary to tell what was the status of private equity when COVID emerged, what was their con the consequences of the COVID and what are the perspective is going to be told into a story. And it's not only going to be those uh, 11 to 12 interviews, uh, it's also going to be archive footage. So we are going to okay. have images also, just like in a, in a proper documentary, in order to illustrate uh, the sayings of uh, the people that were interviewed. But basically, I would say that uh, if, you, if I really want to answer uh, uh, and to unveil the kind of... Uh, of um, of sayings that were uh, given by the interviewees, I would say that it's about the way they responded to the COVID crisis, the opportunities and difficulties that they had met, and how they see that this uh, switch uh, in the economy uh, is a land of opportunities, but also of, uh, of uh, changes, and they want to describe it and to tell us uh, uh, how they would, as companies, uh, as investors, uh, uh react and in the future too but maybe Antoine is gonna highlight this uh, better than i do yeah really interesting thanks um so so quite a mix there it's really interesting you said you're looking at the archived footage as well as um current current footage that that you're getting for the documentary so past and present and and bringing those together um and it seems like it's a positive message overall um Antoine have you got much to add on that in terms of the the message that you're conveying uh, I would say also the uh, something that's really clear in um, in the interviews we conducted uh and that the documentary format really helps uh to uh, to cast is that uh private equity is now a very visible industry uh mm -hmm. it is an industry on its own uh, which wasn't the case uh, years ago uh, when Olivier was uh, working in New York. It was still an emerging, you know, um, uh, industry or yeah. a, a narrow asset class. And I think uh, bringing all together these people, you know, on the screen, telling all together the, the, the story uh, and experience they had over the last few years, really reminds us that now private equity uh, is visible and also because of this new and important visibility the industry has uh, private equity now uh, has some responsibilities uh, and these responsibilities and missions uh, will be even more important uh, out of this pandemic uh, because of all the you know the, the challenges that um, uh, that the economy and society uh, are, are facing so i would say i would say that these are the this is the, the key message uh, uh, a common message uh, among all our interviews is that private equity is now in industry um, and, uh, and facing uh, new responsibilities. 
definitely definitely and i'm interested to learn more about the um the process of, of putting the documentary all together um maybe again something that, that both of you could discuss here um anton firstly clearly uh, it was ipem's idea to put this all together so how did you begin to work on the documentary and how has what kind of challenges have you met obviously trying to to create this within the the restrictions of the pandemic so yeah from my point of view it wasn't that uh, that that uh, i wouldn't say it was it wasn't that complicated the the the, the, the most important element was having uh, olivier uh, and his amazing team on board and also having some uh, financial partners uh, on board that were eager again to push uh, this format uh, to to the industry so uh, these are credit agricole cib eurasio and 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 white in case um, mm. And once we uh, we had this um, uh, team uh, all together, uh, I think we 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 just had to write, you know, a first synopsis, the kind of story we had in mind, uh, the three episodes that I won't spoil right now, uh, uh, but we we had to write them down, and then find the interviews, uh, the people we wanted to interview, uh, and then let Olivier. Uh, 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 do uh, yeah the job. Great, great. Olivier, um, from your side of things, what's the process been like? How have you gone about conducting the the recordings for the interviews? Uh, well, basically, the story that uh, first we met with, with Antoine, so he told us about uh, his idea, and we thought that really it could be interesting to to produce this documentary. Uh, so it started with a script. And uh, Antoine helped us a lot to understand the key issues of uh, the industry uh, nowadays in the COVID context. Mm -hmm. uh, then uh, there was a casting phase. And okay. uh, there Antoine was also, because he knows every, every just like member of the industry. Uh, so he just like he, he helped us um, uh, just uh, having the best casting possible. Uh, and then we had to shoot. And as you know, there are lockdowns uh, almost everywhere in Europe. We shot only in Europe, but we had to shoot in London, uh, in Luxembourg, in Austria, uh, in the Netherlands, and uh, in Paris. Uh, so in Paris, it was quite easy. Yeah. With the help of uh, White and Case, especially. And uh, uh, in London and uh, in uh, almost uh, all the, the places, we had to uh, proceed differently than we do usually. Usually, we have French team, they take the Eurostar, they take the tallies or they fly. And so we have the same team for all the shootings. And uh, because of the COVID, it was a bit more complex because we had to hire, to find and hire uh, mm. Dutch teams, British teams, Austrian teams, etc., etc. Uh, and to create a coherence, you know, so that the axis of the shooting, the way we uh, we enlight uh, the scene and stuff like that. So it was a job just like uh, to have a perfectly, as if it was one team shooting. Yeah. And then very concretely, uh, some people uh, that we wanted to interview uh, were uh, locked down. So for example, uh, one of our interviewees, uh, he is uh, in the Austrian Alps but not just like in a main uh, city, it's just in a very small village, very, very far away. So we had to yeah. send the Austrian team uh, almost uh, skiing to go to <laughs> the page. And uh, it went very well, but uh, just like it, um, it's uh, the fun of, the, of this project, uh, it was quite a challenge because we had also uh, uh, a short uh, 
a short time to do that. And usually in documentaries, you've got six months, one year to uh, produce a 52 documentaries. We basically had two months to do uh, almost the same. Uh, but with the team we have and, uh, and the team of the IPM that was really, really very helpful and, uh, and uh, is still very helpful, um, we're going to achieve it. And I hope it's going to be good. Amazing. It sounds like the lockdowns and COVID didn't get in the way then and been able to achieve such a massive amount of work in, in such a small amount of time. Um, I, I'm very excited, if you can't tell, um, to watch it. Um, and then just as, as uh, Olivier said, Antoine, you are the man who, who knows everyone in the industry. Um, you've clearly obviously had a lot of conversations with different people over the last 12 months. Um, have any interesting ideas come out um, about the, the reaction of, of the industry to the pandemic and what are the, the trends you're hearing about in private equity at the moment? An interesting um, uh, reaction we got uh, when we interviewed people was the direction they had about the title of the movie Rebooted. Uh, for obvious reasons, you know, uh, our lives, uh, the businesses we work with, uh, I've been rebooted. I mean, it's a real reset moment that we went through. Uh, but private equity really felt uh, uh, apart from this reboot uh, moment uh, uh, that um, uh, that is the title of the movie. movie. Mm. Uh, and that's something very fascinating is how resilient private equity was and how uh, this crisis uh, actually did not reboot private equity, but accelerate some of the uh, important uh, trends private markets uh, are going through. Uh, and especially something that I felt very, very interesting is how private equity, because of this pandemic and, and, and the consequences of, of COVID, uh, is coming back, back to its original DNA that is uh, financing gross uh, uh, companies and uh, financing um, uh, growing businesses. And that's something uh, that uh, sometimes was uh, a bit different of the, you know, the, the typical LBO playbook that the industry uh, uh, was used to. And I think that's something very, very fascinating is that perhaps because or throughout this pandemic, private equity is entering a, a new stage of its, of its uh, development. As I said, um, uh, private equity is growing into uh, an industry on its own, but also exploring a, 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 a new playbook uh, in the deals they are, they are making and especially uh, financing, financing um, uh, the economy. And then another aspect that we discussed a lot with the interviewees was the image of private equity. Uh, because of uh, the visibility private equity now has, uh, it's, uh, it's been quite challenged, especially on your side, uh, uh, in the UK, uh, uh, Talia, you know, uh, some, some media, uh, and even more in the US. Uh, and interestingly, European private equity didn't feel that much, you know, uh, the pain uh, in France, in Europe, in Italy, uh, in continental Europe. It's really a different, a different story, uh, which I found quite, quite interesting. And, uh, but private equity, I think, knows that, uh, this COVID crisis is a real one, uh, a terrible one for many of them. They know that because of you know, their portfolio companies, their employees, uh, and they know how uh, bad uh, uh, the, the, the crisis has been. So 
private equity is even more aware of the challenges going forward, the responsibilities it needs to take to fund growing businesses, to fund future innovation and future growth, but also if it can to um, uh, address uh, some of the issues that we that COVID uh, leaves us with and probably environmental issues and social issues. And that's something that also I believe is, is a proof that this asset class and this industry has matured a lot and is ready uh, to take on some, some of these challenges. Definitely, definitely. The responsibility of the industry is, is huge and, and hopefully kind of, as you say, the, the pandemic has accelerated the responsibility of private equity to recover these businesses um, in our sector. Okay, then. Um, and just a final question. When is the documentary out and, and how can people uh, get a chance to view it? So we, we, we are putting together uh, a great uh, digital world premiere event on, on March 3rd uh, at uh, 5 p.m. continental time. Uh, so it will be live uh, uh, from a dedicated website, which is perebooted.com, uh, uh, perebootedmovie.com. But I guess uh, your listeners will have all the information on, on, on release, right, Talia? Definitely, definitely. So thank you, guys. You heard it here first. Rebooted Private Equity and the Great COVID Reset will be out on the 3rd of March. So keep your eyes peeled on IPEM and Real Deal's website. Um, and for more information, um, Olivier, Antoine, great having you on, on the podcast today. A real pleasure to talk with you. Um, and thanks for joining me. Thank you, Talia. Thanks, Talia. Thanks for this.